Hey, sweet friends, and welcome back to the show. I'm so glad that you're here today as I'm giving you an update on my social media fast. I have been fasting from social media during the season of Lent, which is a period of time before Easter for preparation and fasting as we approach the Easter holiday and remembering what that stands for. It's also a great time to simplify your life and practice self-control. Jared and I have been participating in the practice of Lent over the past couple of years, and we really enjoy just having this time of taking something away and just really reflecting on what God wants in our life. And for me this year, it was social media. And I'm gonna share with you how social media has actually made me less social. Yeah, even though it's called social media, for me, it's made me less of a social person. And I'm a pretty big extrovert. I'm kind of like an extroverted introvert, if that makes any sense. Like I refresh by being alone and I love to be alone, but I don't meet a stranger. I am very outspoken and very confident in who I am. So I'm an extroverted introvert. (laughs) But social media, being behind my phone, being behind the camera, being behind everything, the walls of like, you know, social media, it really caused me to become less and less social the more I, the longer I was on social media. So I'm gonna share with you how it's made me less social. Maybe you can relate. And then five things, I'm gonna share with you five things that I'm going to do or I'm doing to protect myself from becoming addicted to social media again. So if you are someone who is struggling with social media, let me first just tell you that you are not alone. Since the pandemic, there are more people online than ever before, but unfortunately, it's causing us to have more anxiety, experience more depression, and to be less social in person. So I hope through sharing my story of what I've experienced that you can find encouragement as well as strength to take a break from social media if you need to. I want you to protect your mental health. And sometimes that means breaking the cycles of addiction. All right, friends, let's get started on today's show. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Deep breath, Lisa. You got this. Just share your story. Here we go. All right. I had to give myself a little bit of a pep talk as I've tried to start this episode like 10 times. And this topic just tends to trigger anxiety for me right now. And I'm not exactly sure why, because I'm pretty good at social media. 
I love taking pictures. I love editing pictures. I love telling my story. I've basically used social media to blog about my life for the past nine to 10 years. I've made tons of connections and you would say that I've kind of become like a micro-influencer, even though I don't consider myself to be an influencer at all. I just love sharing and teaching other people what I know. But for the past like one to two years, probably since the pandemic, social media has been a trigger for anxiety for me. And I decided last year to do online therapy. And that was one of the topics that I discussed with my therapist, working through those deep, deeply rooted reasons why anxiety is stirring up in me, um, the perfectionism that I'm needing to overcome. So I want to share my story with you. I want to share how social media made me less of a social person. And like I said before, even though I'm a really sociable person, I just want to share this because maybe you can relate to this in some way. So first of all, I realized while I was participating in social media and putting basically my life on display for everyone, I was hindering my in-person friendships. And I actually had less in-person deep friendships. I realized that I was pouring all of my energy and all of my creativity and all of my sharing on the platforms and connecting with people online in the DMs that when it came to in-person friendships, I felt awkward. I felt awkward and I felt like I had already shared everything online anyway. Why would I, or how would I have the energy to share things in person. Um, and it just, it, it really hindered my in-person friendship. So I realized that I was investing more of my time and energy on online friendships instead of in-person friendships, which I love in-person stuff. My, my, my love language is physical touch and physical interaction. And it was causing me to, to not, to not be that and to not seek that out anymore. And it really, led me to anxiety. It led me to depression. It led me to feeling insecure about my in-person friendships. I felt lonely. I felt like my only relationships were my online relationships. And even then they didn't feel very deep. They did. They only felt like they went so far and I, I wasn't completely vulnerable with them. So that was the first thing that I noticed while being on the platform and sharing more on the platform is that I didn't have those in-person relationships. The next thing that happened was I I kept hearing people tell me, you're so busy. You're so busy, Lisa. You just you just seem so busy. And I, we really weren't. But what was happening is that people were seeing my life on display on social media. And I was only sharing basically the highlight reel. I wasn't sharing the time that I was sitting on the couch watching TV with my kids or reading a book outside on the hammock. They only saw all the fun stuff we were doing or the things, the projects that I was working on or the organization that I was doing for clients. They only saw the times where I was busy. And so everyone in my in-person life assumed that I was too busy for them. And so they never reached out to me to connect because they just seemed, it seemed like I was too busy. So that was another thing that I noticed is I don't want to appear so busy that I don't have room for people in my life. 
Um, another thing that I noticed is, um, first of all, I love sharing my story. I love teaching people. I love, if, I, if I'm learning something, I want you to come right along with me. But it took away people's reason to get to know me on a more intimate level because they thought that they already knew everything about me. They didn't take the time to ask me questions. They they just or they didn't felt they didn't feel like or they it like created a barrier between me and them when we would get in person because they saw so much of me online. Um it it didn't they felt like they already knew me or knew everything about me. So what was left to share with them in person? So I really feel like it created a barrier between me and other people in person or even online. Um, but I was really hungry for those in-person relationships. Um, so it really created a barrier with people and they, they felt like they didn't, they couldn't get to know me intimately because maybe they put me on this pedestal because I was a person who shared everything. It didn't bother me to share everything. Um, Some people don't feel as confident to share, and so they might feel insecure, and they might put you on a pedestal, and they feel less about themselves, or they feel like they can't talk to you because you're this this influencer or whatever. I know. I've been there myself about other people. So even though I did try my best to be transparent, social media still has this opportunity for people to think whatever they want to think about your life. They can paint this beautiful picture, even though like I've already struggled with my, my son with homeschooling this morning, people will still paint a picture that life is perfect in your house and that you don't have any problems, but you really do. And it's hard to be completely transparent because you don't want to, you want to protect your kid's privacy as well. So you don't want to display all the times where you're struggling with your kids as a mom. Um, So it tends to be like you only share the highlight reel. You only share the good things. So people will paint this picture in their mind of what your life really looks like. And it's not always accurate. And so it creates this barrier again between us and us and them or you and me. And it breaks down that opportunity to create real intimacy between friendships and between relationships. For me, it also became a trap for comparison. And no matter how hard I tried to guard myself from comparing my home, my success in my business, my success in my motherhood, no matter what I did to prevent myself from comparing myself to other people, it just continued to happen. I would veg out and just consume, consume, consume social media posts and reels on Instagram and thinking that, oh, I'm just doing this to relax. But then I would spend like 30 minutes to an hour before I knew it and I get off and I feel like crap. I feel like just completely terrible about myself. First of all, I feel terrible about the time that I wasted when I could have been doing something more productive. But then I also just have consumed so much of other people's lives that I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like my home's not good enough. My business isn't good enough. It's not growing fast enough. I don't look a certain way. I don't weigh a certain way. I'm not fit enough. I am not wearing enough makeup. I'm not putting the right filter on my face. It just happens. No matter how much you protect yourself, 
you can only take in so much. <laughs> that leads me to think about what I'm always preaching to y'all about you, your house can only take in so much. Your capacity to manage so much in your house can only go so far, okay? My limit and of what I can effectively manage in my house is very low. So let's relate that to social media. My capacity for what I can consume, what I can bring into my, my body, my house, my mental house, is very, very low, I've realized. I can only take in and bring in so much clutter, okay? Until I have to start throwing things out and decluttering my mind, decluttering what I'm using, decluttering what I'm exposing myself to. Because it leads me to the trap of comparison, no matter how hard I try, okay? So I just wanted to be vulnerable with you and share with you my personal struggle how social media made me less of a social person. Now, I do want to say through my fast, I have created some beautiful, and it almost makes me, it makes me want to cry thinking about it because I have invested and taken the time to pour into some amazing um, in-person relationships and they are reciprocating and they are messaging me and th- it's just so beautiful and it's <laughs> i'm so thankful so thankful that i walked in obedience to god placing this on my heart to do it because the gift is so amazing <laughs> now i have a system for that <laughs> you know i'm going to share with you I, if you have an iphone i can't speak to android because i just don't have an android phone how I, because life gets busy. We have kids. I have family. I have a business that I have to maintain. And I don't want my friendships to fall by the wayside. And I want to maintain those relationships. And I, because I'm not on Facebook, I can't keep up with their lives through Facebook. I can't, but I, on my phone, on, on an iPhone, this is pretty cool. Um, and maybe I'll take a picture and put it on my blog. I'm not sure. I don't want anybody's feelings be hurt if they're not on my friendships at the top. So at the top, you can pin your conversations in your iPhone, in your iMessages. And you can pin up to nine. And my family, my husband, my daughter, and my son is at the top because I talk to them the most, obviously. And then I have myself pinned. And I actually have my picture on there. And the reason I have myself pinned is because I use it to send myself my to-do list for that day. <laughs> because I, I know I have my notes, but I like that I get a message for myself and I'm like, okay, just focus on this thing for today. But then after that, I have five people, I've chosen five people that I want to intentionally build a relationship with. I want, to, they're close to me. They, I might see them at church. I might just have, They've taken the time to message me and to get together with me. They've shown an interest in having a deep, meaningful relationship and friendship with me. And so I've pinned five of these people at the top of my phone. I've I've stolen a picture off of their Facebook somewhere or their Instagram. I've put my own filter because I am a filter person. I love 
like the aesthetics of a pretty social media feed. And so I put my filter on their photos and it's almost like my own personal Facebook page. So these five friends, I basically talk to them probably every single day. And it's really helped me to build a deeper, meaningful friendships with all of them. And it's just become such a beautiful thing. And I don't even know if they know that they're pinned at the top of my phone with their picture. Um, they probably will after this podcast, if they even listen to it. See, my, my close friends really don't listen to my podcast because I get to talk to them in person and share with them what's going on in my life. So anyway, just want to share that little bit with you in case you're interested in doing that. All right, let's dive into the meat. What we're going to take away from what I'm taking away from my social media fast, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back to social media at this point. I actually just started a coaching program um, for my business and I really want to focus heavily on that. I want to focus on um, creating content that doesn't go away within 24 hours So I'm going to cover all of that in these five things that I'm doing to protect my mental space while I'm using social media. So first of all, number one, I am setting clear intentions and a purpose for how I am using social media. I've asked this before on my social media before, um, how people use social media. Do you use it to relax? Do you use it to, to learn something? Or do you use it to influence others? Um, And most people, I would say probably 95% of the population on social media uses it for entertainment, to relax. Um, A small percentage percentage uses it to learn something. And then an even smaller percentage uses social media to influence others or to have an impact on the world. I would say that I fall in probably... A heavy percentage of my time on social media is to be influential, to have an impact, to encourage. And then for me, I like to research and learn on social media. And then at the very least, it's to be entertained on social media. Number two thing that I'm doing to protect my mental space on social media is to set boundaries with time blocking when I use my social media. So I'm designating certain times during the day that I'm going to get on social media. And I don't want to necessarily use my phone to use social media during those times. So during my work time, because I my intentions are to use social media to promote my podcast, to promote the content that I'm putting out there on my blog. So if I'm using it for pro- promotional reasons, I'm going to time block that in. If you are using it for entertainment purposes, then you need to time block that in as well. Um, Are you using it while you're sitting in line um, at the drive-thru? Are you using it while your kids are playing outside. So time block in, if you want to use social media, time block it in. Be intentional about when you use it and don't it's an addiction if you grab your phone and you automatically, without even thinking about it, pull up a social media app, okay? So we need to break that addiction and be more intentional of why we're using it and when we use it. Number three is to take breaks often. 
Take breaks. You can take breaks during the weekend. You can take breaks at night. Um, you can have a certain time of the day that you completely turn off your phone at night. I would say, I would say once you like when you sit down to dinner, social media should be done for the day. You should not get back on social. Or I plan not to get on social media after dinner. Um, I want it to be family time. Um, you should also don't wake up and instantly get on social media. If you're doing that, there is an addiction. Okay, if you're getting on there to see what so-and-so is doing or if it's just happening, if you're just grabbing your phone to turn off your alarm and then automatically you get on social media, you have an addiction. There is going to be consequences from those actions and from that, that addiction if you continue in that cycle. So take breaks. This is a good time to take a break. Just completely break the cycle altogether. You know, go cold turkey like I did and fast from it during a particular season. I'm a month and a half in. And I feel so free. I feel so free. And I don't feel like I have that automatic pull up my my Facebook or my Instagram app. I feel like the addiction has been broken now. And I'm very cautious about going back into it. All right, number four is to create, if you are someone like me who is creating content, sharing your story, do it in do it on the platforms that are more sustainable. So a blog is more sustainable. Putting it on Pinterest is more sustainable. Doing a YouTube is more sustainable. Doing a podcast is more sustainable. So don't put all of your energy into creating content for on a platform that it's going to go away in 24 hours. It is not going to last that long. So use all of that energy and put it on evergreen platforms, sustainable platforms, Pinterest, YouTube, blogging, podcasting. Choose one of those. You can do it if you're already sharing your story on social media, it's really easy to just switch gears and put it on a blog and then reshare that content. Use, use, use social media to share your content, your evergreen content, to drive people to your blog, to your podcast, to your YouTube channel. Okay. Number five is to get support. So for me, I signed up for a coaching group um, to help me to learn how to do my business less on social media and to do it on other platforms like this podcasting. And I'm getting support. I'm asking them, Hey, should I continue to stay off social media right now? And they're like, yes, don't get back on social media right now. So get support, get an accountability partner, get an accountability coach. I could be your accountability coach if you want. Okay. Get with me about that. Find somebody to support you to help you break this cycle of addiction. Go to a therapist if you need that. Do what you need to do. Take back your life. And I'm going to give you a, a, a bonus tip, okay? If you have an iPhone, here's a bonus tip. And you want to stop using social media as much, but you just find yourself picking up your phone all the time. I actually invested in an Apple Watch. And I have, I don't have any apps or social media apps on my Apple Watch. I don't get any alerts from social media and I only have text messages that come through as alerts or my cell, when my cell phone rings. And so I'm not even picking up my phone. Y'all, it is serious when you invest money to break an addiction. <laughs> you know that you want to change your life and I wanted to change my life so I went out and got an, an iWatch or Apple Watch and I pick up my phone a lot less. I'm less on my phone, less screen time. It's been great. So if you need to do that, take extreme measures and go get an Apple Watch. 
All right, so five things to protect your mental space when you're using social media. Have clear intentions and purpose for how you're gonna use social media. Set boundaries for when you're gonna use social media through time blocking. Take breaks often, either on the weekends and at night. Completely get off your phone for an entire day and just detox from your phone, that'd be great. Number four, create, if you're somebody who is influential on social media, Put your information, put your content on other platforms. Don't put all your eggs in one basket and depend on social media for everything. Or it's going to become a trap and you feel like you can't get off of it ever. And number five, get the support that you need to break the addiction and to discover other ways to connect with people. If you're doing an online business, discover other ways to do that. You do not have to be on social media. You do not have to be enslaved to it. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you need some support from me, I would love to be there for you. You can contact me at habitsandhome.com slash contact. And while you're there, there are some freebies there. So go to habitsandhome.com slash freebies and grab some guides that I have for you to downsize and declutter your home and ditch your bad habits that aren't serving you in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to your life. All right, friends, I'll see you right here next week on The Habits of Home.